1: not exactly john Hines in for jason to russia it is uh, 508 i get this opportunity now same as last week gee laura it seems like only a week ago we had a chance to chat yes and here we
2: are again What a treat
1: yeah well thank you it is for me it is a treat for me, me too. for sure to well thank you um let's uh, well, let me ask you about this before the break throughout this story uh, from the Daily Mail, I think is where we we get this about uh, Chat GPT, artificial intelligence. They're getting closer and closer to being able to predict when you're done, when mm. you know, and, and wanted to know uh, well, right away. Got one text uh, on the uh, CCO talking text line at six five one four six one nine two two six that said, "Hell no, they do not want to know." No way, me neither. Would you want to no. know? I don't – know. well, I, I'm kind of torn. Well, because here's the thing. Now, I, I'm considerably older than you are, Laura. So w- with that in mind, it's like,
2: you know, I just – How much more time do I have left and let's make sure I'm making the most of it? Is that what you're thinking? Well,
1: okay, that's what I'm thinking, yes. No, yeah. <laughs> I'm just thinking, how much more time do I need? Right. Um, you know, I, I, I guess – would i love to see my grandchildren marry yes mm-hmm. um and would i like to be around long enough to be a burden on them yes <laughs> 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 there was once i think somebody posted the cartoon on the refrigerator at my mom's house live long enough to be a burden on your children
2: yeah uh, that's a good yeah. magnet <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> yeah right but i i don't know i I'm, But you just are a definite no on that.
2: I am a definite no. I can't even imagine knowing roughly when I'm going to die. And as that date approaches, how freaked out I would be. I would be freaked out. I think that would mess you up mentally like there's no tomorrow. Hmm. I really do.
1: See, I guess because I have, you know, in my brain, I've settled so many other things that, um, you know, in other parts of my life that it wouldn't freak me out.
2: Mm. Dan, what do you think? I mean, you counsel people about death and and getting through difficult times in mortality. I mean, what do you think? Well, yeah, I mean,
3: so there's a couple different ways to approach it, right? What we said, or what I said last hour when we were talking about it is I would personally be kind of freaked out. Yeah. Because I'd be thinking, you know, trying to count down the days on a, you know, on a calendar, yeah,
2: like an advent calendar, you get a well, yeah, little you know, Jolly Rancher once a really, day until your time is up. Really
1: problematic advent calendar. And, whoops, yeah, there's. Yeah. Oh well, at least it's the watermelon flavored oh Jolly my Rancher. God,
3: uh, no way. Time, I, I time did to... also say last hour that you know, if this was something that they used, like a doctor said, look, the way you're living right now, this is this is the year you're gonna you're gonna last until, but if you change a few things in your life, you improve the diet, you do the exercise a little bit, what look how many more years you can get. If, right. if you could, you know, use it that way, there's a positive spin to it. Sure. There's also if you're if you're a person of faith that, you know, believes in an eternal life, uh then there's no reason to be scared of death. <sighs> right? Death is just a change from your moving current to state, another phase. Moving to another phase of life. So I get still that.
1: no reason to hurry it though, right?
3: Well, I mean, I, well, I mean, there was. If we want to get real deep into the scripture of it, you know, there was a point at which Paul says that you know, to, to die is 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 uh, to live as Christ, and to die is gain. And the idea is, as long as I'm here, I'm going to do the work that I'm here to do. And if you know the good Lord thinks I need to be here longer to keep doing that work, so be it. But when I die, I get to go be with Christ. So either way, I'm either doing the work with the Lord, or I'm or I'm going to go be with Christ. So either yeah. way. I'm, well, um... you know,
1: along that line, if you are a person of faith, you perhaps believe. Uh, that you know that there is an all-knowing higher power that knows can tell you the, the finite number of times your heart is going to beat. Right. And I used to use that logic for why waste those on a treadmill? Because um, <laughs> there's there's a set number, and that number's already been determined. So don't. I. But then the other side of it is you can use that number to to beat them out stronger and better and make a a a a better point but it is something to think about um you know just especially if you are examining your own life and you think yes i need to make some changes in my own life yeah to do to do that
2: but i still don't think i would want chat gpt to tell me when my number is up that's just that's too much That's too much. That's like something out of a science fiction movie that I would just never, ever be comfortable with.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. Because it's like, well, I got to quickly get this done for for whatever it might be. Yeah. So I'm not going to drive today because this is supposed to be the, you know, the time. I, that's just a, it's, it's one of those imponderables perhaps. I think so. But maybe not, because you seem to have no question about how you would not me. how you would approach that.
2: Right. Let's yeah. talk about something a little more uplifting <laughs> heading into okay. the Christmas weekend. How about?
1: Yeah. Hey, you know, <laughs> when we spoke last week, we talked about the the you know the 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 snert, the uh, snow and dirt, and now it's just dirt. Yeah. Um, the, the brown Christmas. Yes. Uh, uh, and you were talking a little bit about how yes, the the fresh blanket of white would cast a you know a a brighter light on everything. Yeah. Um, and what did Dan say? I think Dan, since the year 2000, we've had. This will be the
3: eighth brown Christmas. Mm. We've either we've either had eight or this is the eighth, and really? I can't remember which way it goes. Yeah, since 2000. Wow. Which is, I mean, this is the 23rd year. I mean, yeah, that's, I you suppose. Know, okay. It's not a crazy number, but yeah, we've had. Yeah. By the meteorological definition, brown Christmas is eight times.
2: It does feel weird. It just feels weird. It's it's wet and rainy out there. It's yeah. kind of humid. And you know, it's and just weird.
3: You don't have to shovel the rain. I, I just. I
2: know. It's like I, I get people want you
3: know the the <laughs> idyllic Christmas looking out the window yes. thing. I, I get it. I get it. I get it. And there's only so much time to to have the snow. And if we are getting this far into it
2: without having had it yet, there's that much
3: less time we have to deal with it.
2: I know. It makes life a lot easier. I I'm really so. torn. I, I totally am torn because I do enjoy these warmer temperatures and not having to deal with the hassle of slippery sidewalks and bad roads. I mean, that is a plus. But just how it looks bothers me. I want things to look pretty and crisp and Christmassy.
3: Ah,
1: and I'm not okay. getting
2: my way.
3: well (laughs) such is life
2: Mm -hmm. (laughs) i'm not getting my way go onto youtube
3: and they've got like these 10 hour videos of snow falling outside a window throw that throw that up on your tv you know shut the windows so you don't see anything outside and just look at that
2: maybe i'll do that you you know i did see a beautiful picture from a friend of mine on facebook who lives in alaska and they had gone out hiking for the winter solstice. And took some gorgeous photos right in the forest of these beautiful tall pine trees just coated in about 2 feet of snow and snow as far as the eye could see and it was beautiful. And I just thought wouldn't that be cool even just for one night at Christmas time to have that kind of snow?
1: Yeah, just, you know, and and not on the sidewalks, just on your lawn. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And on on the, the limbs of the trees. Yes. Just to to give it that snowy wintery exactly. feeling, so well, w- good thoughts, warm thoughts all around. I think that I probably uh will pull up the Yule log uh on t v yeah. and um and, and there's now that I think there's a, a you know more than dozens of them uh, you know, whether it's on youtube t v or wherever you're watching the Yule log yep. I like to watch the one where you occasionally you see the guy reach in with the poker yeah. and stir <laughs> yes, the uh I've seen see, if, yeah,
0: see you gotta if you have catch
1: that. him. See, yeah, it's like oh. see if you can catch them, and it's it's like okay, we can all drink. We saw it, so oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, just something to keep track of. Play your own little games. For so. sure, second
3: only log- to that one. Second, so Ulog. Second only to the one. That's, one that you're talking about there. Is the person that edited together footage from Return of the Jedi of Luke about <laughs> to light the funeral pyre of Darth Vader? And then here comes Nat King Cole underneath it, and it launches into just a shot of Darth Vader burning on fire oh with oh, Christmas no. music running for about four hours.
2: That is the nerdiest thing oh, I've ever so heard good. in my
3: life. It is so good. <laughs> oh.
1: Yes, but Dan Cook is, you know, Star Wars. He's Darth my number Van. one
2: Star Wars nerd. Yeah. Yes, he is. Absolutely. Yeah. He's, He's proud the guy. Of
1: it. Well, Laura, I'll take this chance to wish you the merriest of Christmases. Have you got all your shopping done? You've got, you know, covered the men in your life?
2: Yes. The shopping is done. The wrapping is not. So that's my plan for tonight and a little bit tomorrow morning.
1: All right. Well, enjoy the holiday. Now, do you get some time off as well?
2: I have. Well, yes, we don't work on christmas day so what's that on monday and then i took tuesday off for one more day so i'm back next wednesday it'll be a nice stretch
1: well great a good break and well deserved yeah merry
2: christmas to you too john thank you
1: very very Mm -hmm. much and Dan, you stick around. I wish you Merry Christmas when we get to the end of the show. I, won't, good. I don't want to I don't want to blow it here for goodness sakes. <laughs> we got it's a last five, segment we got to fill. Come on. Yeah, uh, we mm-hmm. do. Hey, speaking of that, we're going to talk with Alec Lewis uh after 5:30 from the Athletic. He is the beat writer for the Vikings there. He's going to talk about what it might take for the Vikings to uh, make their way into the playoffs. I think basically it's win out. And, uh, you secure a, a favorable position. But we'll, we'll get all the details on that. Plus, more show before we even get to that at News Talk 830 WCCO. It's 518. 5.23, John Hines in for Jason Derusha, News Talk 830, WCCO. Hey, coming up here, I thought this might be a good time. Um, for folks who know and who listen to uh, Drive Time with Jason Derusha, you know, uh, perhaps, that Dan Cook has... Uh, uh, a very strong connection to uh, a congregation here in our Twin Cities area. Where, um, how do I say, Dan? You are, you know, one of the ministers of uh, part of this congregation. Is I'm, that right?
3: Yeah, I'm a pastor. A pastor. I actually, yeah, they pay me and everything. It's great. It's really it's oh. fun yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. A well, here's why I bring this up because I, I,
1: I'm pretty sure I think your your lead pastor will be doing the Christmas message. Yes. When you get to the Christmas services here, but I wanted to know if, if you were pressed into service to do that and to deliver that service. Um, what would be your, your message, uh, at this time of year to the, uh, to the congregation, to the folks who may be looking from, and I know this is just kind of coming out of left field, but I thought it would be interesting to hear from you, what, what you might say that would offer some words of encouragement and spirit yeah. going forward.
3: You know, it's interesting. We, and when I, you know, we did a segment on Monday where we called the Monday message and, and it was me talking about what I had preached about this past Sunday. Um, when I gave a sermon. And so in that, we mentioned that, you know, at our church, we've been doing this uh, series over the course of Advent um, where the theme or the driving question has been, how does a weary world rejoice? And it's an attempt to try and acknowledge the fact that in this Christmas season, which is supposed to be about joy and merriment and, you know, all of these things, that the truth is that there's a lot of people that are feeling overwhelmed and that there's a lot of chaos going on in the world and, and, uh, you know, there's a very dear friend of mine who's battling the depression monster right now, and it's nothing to do with necessarily even the season or whatever. It just, you know, it snuck up on her, and this is when she's having to deal with it. And to have to deal with stuff like that juxtaposed against smiling, happy, joyful, all of the stuff that Christmas is supposed to be, there's some where that seems to kind of rub up against it, you know each other, and, and that can be an issue. Uh, but what we're trying to focus on is both— in naming the fact that that weariness and that overwhelming feeling and, and that kind of chaos and depression is real and it's there and it you know it, it's affecting people. And at the same time, we feel like you can find spots of joy in and amongst that. We don't want to push that away and deny it and say, no, it doesn't exist or we're going to put that in the closet and just never, ever talk about it again. Uh, no, we're going to name that that stuff's there and it's real and it's and it's very much present in our lives. But that it doesn't mean that we can't also find little lights in the darkness, little bits of joy. Um, and I think especially when you get to the Christmas season, hope is such a huge theme, is such a huge message that needs to be reminded. I mean, the whole idea of the birth of Christ in the renewing of hope amongst God's people is an annual thing. There's a reason that we celebrate this every year. And it's this. It's the small light that comes into the world in one of the darkest periods of, of the year uh, that that continues to give us hope for the future, that continues to give us a reason um, to keep getting up, to keep doing what we're doing when it can seem like you just want to shut down and, you know, say the heck with it. So it, it's, you know, it's a complicated message. It's one of those things where you, you can be real oversimplified and it can be something that, you know, a lot of people struggle to connect with. And yet I think hope is, is at the essence of all faiths, um, but very much the Christian faith and what we celebrate more than anything else around Christmas
1: interesting I, and I and I do appreciate that that message how much do you think um, this plays in like in a more secular way to the coming of the new year it's like a chance to you know to start over to start fresh in a new year do you think that there's a, a connection there
3: sure I mean there, there can be um, I, I think you know in our culture, we 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 talk about it all the time, and people will be talking next week on this very radio station about New Year's resolutions and how we're going to start new things. And we're going to uh, regular gym goers complain about that first few weeks in January because everybody, you know, with the New Year's resolutions shows up, and all of a sudden the gym's very busy. But give it a few weeks, and you know, people fall off and and go away. And I think you know there's a reason for that. I think people with very good intentions want to start new good healthier habits in the new year and want to use it that way. But if it's not grounded in something, and it doesn't even necessarily have to be faith, although I think faith is a is a good way to ground stuff like that. If it's not grounded in something, if there isn't a deeper, more core desire involved other than oh, I just need to get healthy or I need to get the doctor off my back or whatever it is, that's why you see people start not stay with it um, because it needs to be something more than just cosmetic. It needs to be something more than just... Hey, this could be fun. Let's give this a try. Kind of thing, you know. There needs to be mm-hmm. something driving you at a very deep level, or you, you just won't stay with it. So,
1: well, good, good message. I'm glad I. I'm glad I asked. I hope you don't mind my not at all. Putting I'm you always
3: happy to talk about stuff like this.
1: Uh, okay, good. it is 28 minutes after five o'clock. We'll take a, a time out here, get a traffic weather update, and all those things that uh, you need to know. Those things that we do on WCCO Radio, and come back, and we'll talk about. Uh, hopes for the future for the Minnesota Vikings, for the guys in purple. We'll switch gears completely here. We'll do it next on WCCO.